Hey guys, I am back. I know it has been forever since I did a podcast, but I figured that I would come to you guys and do one today because it is the end of the year. And you guys know if I don't do any podcast throughout the year, I am definitely coming to you at the end of the year and the beginning of the year because I believe that we have to make sure that we set the expectations for what God is going to do. And so today, of course, during my prayer and my worship time, God just visited me like he usually does. And it was special because God reminded me of what my anchor scripture is going to be for the year. And I want to encourage you, if you don't have an anchor scripture for next year, if you don't have an anchor scripture for your life, get one. What is an anchor scripture, Alice? An anchor scripture is a scripture that no matter what you were going through, you are reminded when you read that scripture that there's a promise over your life. Um, When I think about that, we look at the life of Samson and I haven't taught this yet, but I want to in a few weeks. When we look at the life of Samson, um, before Samson was born, the father said to the angel, what is the word that is going to govern the life of this child? And I want to admonish you, if you have a child or even just you as a person, ask the Lord, what is the word that is going to govern my life? What is going to hold me no matter what I face, no matter what I go through? Because God, one thing that I know that cannot fail is your word. And so the Bible talks about how He exalts his word even above his name. And that's found in Psalms 138 too. And so I want you guys to make sure that you are finding scriptures. I remember this summer as I was transitioning. Oh, I have to talk to you guys about that too. I almost forgot. Y'all, I have some major news that I'm going to just break to you guys as... Um, life unfolds but that's why you probably should be following me on youtube miss alice inspires as well as on instagram because there's so much that has been happening that i haven't shared on this podcast but over the summer god did some things but i remember going through a rough patch and he said to me write down scriptures that when you feel like giving up these scriptures are going to hold you and remind you of what i said and that my word does not return to me void so let me go to this Um, Every year around this time, I typically find some time to to just take out and really seek the Lord and ask him like, hey, what scriptures do I need over my finances? What scriptures do I need over my life? What scriptures do I need over my health? Like everything so that I can quote these things throughout the year when things start to look a little fuzzy. And so um, as I was going through this, the Lord was like, I'm going to give you the survivor's guide. I said, okay, Lord. And so this is the survivor's guide. I hope that you're already taking notes or at least you're thinking about this stuff. Because if you're going to survive 2023, you are going to need to have a prayer life. A prayer life is essential for any believer because that's how we communicate with God. That's how we make sure no matter what we face that we understand. Can I tell you this? Um, All throughout this year, I have faced private battles. And we're going to talk about that in another episode. Faced private battles and all throughout people wouldn't know why didn't they know because one first of all before anything happened in my life the Lord revealed it and so a lot of people thought that they were going to sneak attack me or the enemy I should say not people but the enemy thought that he was going to sneak attack me and the Lord revealed things even before they happened I didn't always understand it didn't always know like okay Lord where's this going to come into play but he had prepared me for everything that I faced and encountered this year 
And so in him being faithful and in him being sovereign, he would tell me like, this is what's going to happen. Or he would give me a dream or he would send somebody to give me a prophetic word and I would stand on it. And let me say this, because I need to add this in here. Make sure that you are making sure that the word that's given is coming from God and it's not coming from an outside source. And I'm going to leave that there. And so in doing all of this, I realized that my survivor's guide is my prayer life. Not only is it my prayer life, but it's also my ability to hear. And this is why you have to be able to tune out the noise of life, tune out your issues and be able to focus and say, God, what are you saying to me? I don't care about anybody else's word. I want to hear what thus saith the Lord, because thus saith the Lord is the only check that I can cash in his presence. My mama's word is cute. It's nice, but it's not his word. So he doesn't have to perform it. My daddy's word is nice, but if it's not from God, he doesn't have to fulfill it. If I talk to my friends, their word is nice. Their advice is nice, but God doesn't have to fulfill it. Why? Because he only fulfills his word and his purpose. And so I don't go off of my own agenda. I don't even go off of my own heart's feelings. Why can't I go off of my feelings? Because I understand that. I can be shaky. I can think this way tomorrow and change it to tomorrow. But God thinks the same way. He's consistent. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is consistent in how he thinks and how he moves and how he maneuvers. And so because he is consistent, I'd rather bank with him. And so as I'm going through the survivor's guide, I realized that worship was my safety. And I found music and I found, um, let me say this because worship isn't always music. I found the sound, Holy Ghost, I hear you. I found the sound in his presence that he understood that when I opened up my mouth, that that was the sound that he responds to. I found the, the, and it's going to sound weird, but the moaning and the groanings, I understood what that scripture meant because I found it in his presence in this season where there were days, thank you, Holy Ghost, there were days, y'all. When I didn't have a word to say, there were days when I didn't even feel like worshiping, but I had to get up out of my flesh and say, I don't care what is going on around me. I don't care what the enemy throws at me. I am going to stand firm in worship. I am going to stand firm in prayer. I'm going to stand firm in my position that knowing that God is God and he is sovereign, knowing that God is my defender and I don't have to respond to things. I know who God is for myself. And so because I have a personal relationship and an encounter with him, um, nothing could take me off course. And so the survivors died because as I was on Instagram, I kept hearing people talk about how this year was rough and I could identify with this. And they were like, God, um, I've been your strongest soldier. Don't put anything else on me in 2023. And he started to remind me of first Samuel's 30. And it's when David comes back from a battle. And so you could imagine if they're coming back from battle, they're probably already tired. They probably already went through some stuff. They've seen their friends killed. And now um, their people, their wives, their children have been taken captive. They weren't killed. They were just taken captive. And so some of you have been feeling like, God, I feel like my stuff has been taken captive. My purpose has been taken captive. My plans, the businesses that you gave me, the friendships, the relationships, everything that you spoke has been taken captive. And it talks about how um, their wives were destroyed by fire, um, that their land was like destroyed by fire and their wives and their sons taken captive. And so it says, so David and his men wept out loud. Can I say this to you until they had no strength to weep? A lot of us think that crying in the presence of God is not allowed. And I don't know where we got this from, 
But I want to encourage you. It is okay to cry. I was going through a circumstance a few months ago and I remember the Lord and this is just how he deals with me. This is not for everybody. But he said to me, he said, Alice, I'm gonna give you 30 minutes to cry. He said, and then you're not, you're not going to cry over this situation no more. And I said, okay, God, because I went through a hurtful situation, y'all. And I said, all right, God. And y'all, I let out my ugliest cry, (laughs) the ugliest cry ever. And I just had a few minutes and it wasn't even 30 minutes. Like, honestly, I think it was like 15 minutes. Um, And I finished crying. And when I finished crying, it literally, it was like everything that I had been through came up out of me in that cry. And the Lord said, now I've healed your heart. Move on. He doesn't do this all the time. He doesn't do it with everybody. Um, But that was my moment. And I found my deliverance in that. And so David, it talks about, though, he cried and he wept until he had no more strength. And he did this because they had captured his things, too. So imagine going into battle, being a mighty man of God, understanding, having a relationship with God. And now some stuff is taken from you and you're distressed. And now the people around you are upset because, hey, Man of God, we went off to war. We fought this battle for our Lord. And where's where's our things? Why weren't they protected while we were out on the battlefield? And I can say this for people who are in ministry. Sometimes you feel like, God, I'm out here. I fought the wars, but my house isn't taken care of. Or you could be out here doing ministry to those who are in ministry. And you're like, God, I'm fighting this war. I'm doing ministry, but the bills aren't paid. And so there have been some things that the enemy has hijacked. But can I tell you today as a prophet of God that God is getting ready to release all the stuff that has been taken and you're going to get back double, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. And so um, when we look at this, it talks about how they were bitter in their spirits because of their sons and daughters being taken. It says, but David found strength in the Lord, his God. And this is why you have to understand you can cry. And that's what the Lord told me. You can cry, Alice, but you understand where your real strength is. You understand. And a lot of it was um, for me as a prophet. Sometimes you can mourn because, you know, when people grieve your heart and they do you wrong, that you understand they're not doing things unto me, but you're doing it unto God because I live for God. And so um, David understood And he found strength in God. He understood where his real ability to win wars, his real ability to regain things was always in the power of God. And people don't understand it. People are thinking like, oh, it's you. It's you. No, our street, our secret strength is God. Everybody could have this secret strength if they tapped into his presence. But there's only a few of us who want God for God and we want to be in his presence and we understand God. This life that I have is really not mine any longer. I literally gave it up to you at the altar and now you live through me and you can do whatever you want to do through me. I'm here without reserve. Like there's not one part of me that you can't have God. It all belongs to you. And so we look at David And it says, David said to the priest, bring me the ephod. And he brought it to them. David inquired of the Lord. And this is why it's important that no matter what battle you're in, we're talking about the survivor's guide, whatever battle you were in, you have to inquire of the Lord. Can I pursue this? Can I go after this? And a lot of us where we end up missing it, hear me out, survivor guide, y'all. I'm giving y'all the keys to the kingdom. You can't face a battle. And try to win the battle without God's permission and think that he's going to grant you protection. That's not how this thing works. The Bible talks about how David, he asked of God, can I do this? 
right? It's kind of like this. You can't get into a car accident and not have insurance and think that your insurance is going to pay the bill. Doesn't work like that. Even if you get insurance the day after your accident, the insurance company isn't liable for the former accident. Why? Because you didn't have protection before you went out on the road. And that's how a lot of us are living our lives. We are literally saying to God, I'm going to get in this accident. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And then I'm going to ask, ask for your protection. No, we got it backwards. We have to begin to say, Lord, can I do this? Can I enter this relationship? Can I enter this friendship? Can I enter this job? Can I enter? Like y'all, it is serious. It is to the point now where you got to be able to even ask the Lord. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, she's extra. Can I go to this grocery store? Can I go to this gas station? People are dying out here. So God, I want to go anywhere where you want me to go. And I want your protection. I'm not making my own decisions because you know what is up ahead. And so um, we look at this. And so David asked the Lord. And it talks about how the Lord ends up giving them permission. And so um, on the route, (laughs) this is why life is amazing, right? Um, On the route, it says, David asked him, who do you belong to? He's talking to this slave that they found on the road. And the slave says, I'm an Egyptian slave of the Amalekites. My master abandoned me when I became ill three days ago. Y'all, let me tell you something. The ones that the enemy think that he, how do I say this? Holy Ghost, help me. There are some things that the enemy has left behind. There are some people and you're like, God, this don't make no sense. How's this going to work out? Do not disregard um, the resources that God will send because God will use even enemies to help you. And so it says, and to bless you, I should say. And so it says, my master abandoned me. We raided the Naviv, the territory that belongs to Judah. And it talks about we burned Zillah. David asked him, can you lead me down to the raiding party? So now what they threw away is about to be a blessing to David. That's why you got to be able to understand the strategy of God. You have to be able to understand what God is doing. You can't um, get so prideful that you say, oh, well, no, you were a part of that. You helped with that. So I can't No, You better understand what God is doing. God is going to use your enemies to lead you to your other enemies so that you can take back territory. That's what happens in the scripture. And so it says, he answered, swear to me before God that you will not kill me or hand me over to my master and I will take you down to them. It says he led David down there and they were scattered over the countryside, eating, drinking and reveling because of the great amount of plunder they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from Judah. So y'all, the enemy is celebrating. They don't understand what's about to happen. And this is why you've got to understand the strategy of God. It says David fought them from dusk until the evening the next day and camels and fled. None of them got away except 400 young men who rode off on camels and fled. David recovered everything. Y'all, there was nothing. Listen, y'all, he recovered everything. Survivor's Guide. In 2022 and beyond, you are going to recover everything, but you've got to do it with the permission of God. You've got to do it the way that God wants you to. You cannot win this battle outside of his guide and his plan. I'm telling y'all, when you go to battle, there's a war plan. And God is your commander and he's going to be able to tell you 
This is what's up ahead. This is what is up afterwards. This is what you're going to face. There is a decoy here. There is something in the ground here, a mine here. Watch out for this. I'm Yes, God. I'm telling y'all throughout this year. I'm not telling you guys anything that I haven't lived. And that's why I'm so quiet sometimes because God will deal with me and then I'm released to speak on it. There were things that tried to trip me up. There were things that tried to um, assassinate my character. There were things that tried to um, demolish the plan of God over my life. There were things that tried to come up and, and buck against what God has called me to be. But can I tell you this? That God told me what was up ahead. And the enemy didn't know that even in my silence, I, God was fighting for me. God is fighting for you. He's giving you war strategies so that you can recover all. I'm telling y'all, I walk in another level of anointing now. I walk in another level of peace. God is giving. Hallelujah. God is giving me back more than I could ever expect. I've recovered all. And so I'm telling you, you can recover all too. Hallelujah. And so it says nothing was missing. I'm telling you, y'all think that, oh, well, I've been just, I've been just struggling. I've been, the devil is a liar. Y'all ain't going to struggle no more. I break off every demonic access that the enemy has had to you. I break off every gate and portal that you have allowed him to access through your ears, your eyes, your mouth. I declare that this is a season that you are going to be able to walk as who God has called you to be. No longer are you going to have false identity, but I declare that the identity of Christ is going to be your portion now. That you will walk in divine victory and you will not hold back. That you will be all that God has called you to be. And so every lie... That was spoken over you. I cancel it. Every curse that was spoken over you. I break it now in the name of Jesus. I declare that you will be a conqueror. God, I thank you that you are overturning. Hallelujah. I hear you, Holy Ghost. You're overturning the verdicts that the enemy tried to place on their lives. That as we go and contend for what you have spoken, God. And as we argue in the courts of heaven, I declare that what the enemy meant for evil, that you would turn it around for good. That where the enemy thought that he was going to steal their plunder, God return it to them sevenfold. I declare everything that the enemy had his hand on. God, today, now, in the name of Jesus, he has to release it. And so, God, I thank you for divine victory, this new strategy in the name of Jesus. I declare they're not leaving 2022 without everything that you promised them, God. Begin to open up doors, up the floodgates of heaven, open up above them in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for your angelic host assisting them in what they need assistance for. I declare that where the Prince of Persia has held up blessings from them, God, I thank you that you are sending your warring angels and today it has to be released. Today it has to be released, God. Release it now in the name of Jesus. And so as I go over the airwaves, God, I thank you that I'm disrupting every demonic pattern. And God, I thank you that divine victory is our portion and it is so 
In the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus. Nobody compares to you, God. I thank you that when you speak a thing, it has to come to pass. And so, God, because you led us to this scripture, because you led them to this podcast, God, I thank you that their lives will never be the same. I thank you that they are going to encounter Jehovah Gabor, the Lord who fights for us. Hallelujah. No more fighting on their own. No more losing battles. Today, they will enter into a new divine covenant where they will partner with you, God, and they will see victory after victory after victory. And I also declare this, God, that it would be sweatless. And so I thank you that they would understand that their war is not with flesh and blood, but it's against principalities, God. So give us the ability to see at a different level in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so it talks about how David brought everything back. He took all the flocks and the herds and his men drove them ahead of the livestock saying, this is David's plunder. And so I want to say this. He recovered all and you will too. This is your survivor's guide. Stay at the feet of God. Stay at the feet of God. If you want to win, you've got to seek God first. Seek God, not just for his hand and his blessings, but for who he is. And I'm telling you, you're going to experience victory after victory after victory in 2023. Nothing is going to catch you by surprise because you serve the one who sees the future. You've got this because you have God. And so, God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for all that you're doing. Have your way, Lord God, and move in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to see y'all soon. I have so much to catch y'all up on. But make sure, again, like I said earlier, that you are following me on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, 2023, we're going to be doing some more things. Um, God has been speaking to me and I refuse to let the enemy ever silence me. I refuse to back down. I'm not backing down from the enemy. The Lord kept me here. He spanned my life multiple times so that I could be all that I need to be for him. And so um, 2023 is up. (laughs) It is up, baby. Um, We are winning And um, I'm excited. I think that we are going to have some more um, fasting days ahead of us. Because if you are going to be successful, you've got to seek the one who hands success out. And the only way that you can be successful in God is by doing the purpose that he has set out before you. So um, we'll continue to talk about this. I have some more episodes in December. Y'all will get some episodes so that um, we can be prepared for 2023. And then we're just going to see what God does and says. This is his platform. Um, He can speak through it. And so until next time, guys, I'm always praying for you and I love you.